here's a question for you. Is marriage overrated? Why aren't people getting married anymore? A new Pew Research poll found that two in five young adults think marriage is an outdated tradition. Um, marriage rates are at their lowest right now. Is marriage really even worth it? More than half of marriages end in divorce. If you get married, you have to be stuck with this person for the rest of your life, right? That's why you get married. So that's why it's declining. Why would you get married if you don't, if you want to have just one partner when you can have multiple? Marriage is stupid. Welcome to the Married AF Podcast, the self-proclaimed greatest marriage and relationship podcast on the planet. We are your hosts, Matthew and Monica Powers. Aloha, baby. <laughs> because we can finally spread the news. It is out. Will of Fortune has aired. For those of you who don't know, who have not listened to or are unaware, yes, my beautiful wife signed me up to be on Will of Fortune without my knowledge. And some way, somehow, I managed to battle through auditions, get on the show, and it aired this past week. And we can finally say, after many years of want, we're going to Hawaii. We going to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii is in the clear for us soon. Look, I got more of that. Look at this right here. Yes, Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii finally. It's about time. I can't wait. Now, when are we going? We don't know yet, but I got to call us first. But uh, yes, I was on Wheel of Fortune, won a trip to the Disney Resort in Hawaii. We get to go. Unbelievable. Yes. Never in All a million years. Expenses paid. Yes. And I mean, it's Disney. It's Disney. Disney does things right. And it's Hawaii, something we've always wanted to go to and never thought we actually would because we never had a honeymoon. Well, that's where we wanted to go on our honeymoon. Yes. But, but we, we never even had a wedding. So we had a, like a, a lope slash mini wedding. Wasn't a real wedding. I mean, there were two people in attendance. <laughs> But here we are, 15, going on 16 years later. We've survived. We've made it. And we are finally going to get to go to Hawaii. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it took 15 years and two kids for us to get there. I mean, to secretly sign you up for a game show. But hey, we're going. We are going. It, it took Will of Fortune to get us there. But we are finally going. And I could not be more excited. Ugh. We're going to get to do all of the stuff. You know, I hope I run into Kunu. Get some, <laughs> That's all I think get of some is surf getting Sarah Marshall. Get get a get a get my Hawaiian name. Um, it, I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. I don't know when we're gonna go yet, but Cashman and Luau. Think of that. I think it's the hula. No, no, it's it's Luau. It's Luau. But Cashman even asked. He was like, "Can we go tomorrow?" I was like, "Well, not not necessarily. Not quite. It doesn't quite work just like that." We have plans that we have to. Do other things before then. Yeah, I mean, we have you know, tri you know, people to visit for Christmas and, and oh, go out whatever, of town for Christmas. It's like in Hawaii on Christmas. Oh, you go surfing on Christmas. We have done that before in California, not in cold water. And it is cold water. You <laughs> wear a wetsuit and you pee in your wetsuit so you don't freeze to death because the water's like fifty-five degrees. And and that's what we'll be doing next week. Exactly, we'll be there next weekend to do that. It's just uh, so awesome. I, I don't quite know what uh, what to think of it. I don't know what my expectations are for it. But I can't wait. Yeah, you know, I want to. I want to do the waterfalls. I want to see the volcano. I want to surf. I want to. I'm beginning to think: Do we actually have enough time to be able to, to do all of that? We Probably might need not. to extend it. Well, then that's on our dime and not on Wheel of Fortune's dime. <laughs> so I don't know how, how I necessarily feel about that. But uh, excited to be back for this week's episode. Christmas is coming up uh, quickly upon us. Um, this will uh, be. Uh, we will not have an episode the week of Christmas. 
at all. We're not going to be here. No, we won't be here. We'll be out of town. So we're going to take Christmas off. We'll be back for the brand new year. So our next episode will actually come out. 2024. 2024. This will be our last one for 2023. And what a year it has been for this podcast. The growth it's seen, the impact it's made, the (laughs) people that have reached out uh, has been really um, humbling and amazing and crazy and unexpected all at the exact same time. Do you have stats on that? Because I'm just sitting here shaking my head like, yeah, Uh, yeah, I I only know about the crazy amount of countries that the, we, we there's a lot of countries um i'm not going to dig into all the nuts and bolts of the stats because you know non-stat people will be like how off <laughs> no thanks don't want to listen to that uh but it's been more than we've ever gotten uh more than ever expected. oh yeah i remember getting the email now yeah it, it's been it's been way more but you know we, we won't talk the numbers but it's just it, it's like doubled and tripled in growth over the last last couple months and it's yeah uh, it's, it's just pre- like it's, the last couple of months it's been really really cool to see so we want to thank all of those people who have put up with us for this long and and have let this last as long i don't know how many episodes we're at total you know maybe close to 50 or I so um but, i just know that the last email i got was saying that there were more downloads last week than we've had than ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, each week's been more and more and more and more. So uh, just thank you to all of the people who like seriously have put up yeah. with us and somehow are still listening. Because realistically, after ah, a couple episodes, people like these bozos are, are no good. We're not going to listen to them and be done. So it's been awesome. So continue to do that. Share the show. Like it. Review it. I interact like with us all all of those fun things. The more people that are continuing to listen, which I, I still don't know why. But <laughs> I, I don't either, but they're here. It's like the more people that listen, the more cameras you get around here. Well, listen, it's uh, I, we, we have a very dear friend, Mr. Adam West, who has said, listen, if, if you want, if you're serious about this, then then do it. You know, don't just kind of somewhat do it. If you're going to do it, then do it. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's let's jump all in and see what the Lord wants to do with it. Um, he wants you to write a book. Well, listen, th- <laughs> this is where we're at right now. God, if that's what you want me to do, then then you better lay it out there for me because you get find a book. I'm going to throw it at you. Yeah, please don't. Holy Spirit's going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, He will work through other people, um, but I feel like that may be just a little bit of of, of Monica induced right there, not necessarily Holy not Spirit. A little bit. <laughs> it's 100%. maybe like 100. percent um, So yeah, I, I, you know, I, who knows where this will go? But it's been a fun ride so far, and uh, looking forward to 2024 and and see where it goes from there because it has exceeded our expectations. I don't know what to expect for Hawaii that's coming up, and that's why I wanted to talk about expectations in the marriage. And we mm. kind of touched on this a few times before. But I think it's important to talk about and to fully understand expectations because expectations should be set because how can you reach where you need to go if you don't know what your expectations are? I mean, if you get into a marriage and you don't know what your spouse is expecting of you, the way the marriage is going to operate and how you're going to be, you may not be able to to (laughs) hit those marks or you may think that they want something one way, but it's actually another way. And so unless you talk about it and, and do it, then, you know, you're not going to make it. This is, I'm probably going to get backlash from this, but. Oh boy. <laughs> no, but this was also, bef- this was our BC days, you know, before Christ. Yep. My theory was having a relationship is no different than buying a car. So. Now you can just order cars online. Not like you can't order brides or, 
you know, people online. Well, you sure. can't also, you know, there's this, the, the thing called Tinder and all those. And I mean, it's no, just I'm right there. About, it's just bam. Well, yeah, but the car is delivered to you I'm without sure. even seeing it. You don't know, you know. I mean, you see pictures of it. And you're like, oh, that looks yeah, good. I think I, I think I look good in that car. Yeah. I'm saying you can do that with, you know, the mail order bride type of thing. Yep. That, that is a real thing. But I've always been... You know, maybe you should test it out before you buy it. Oh, totally. Maybe that's the same in a relationship because you don't really know somebody until you live with them. Not saying, hey, go out and live with all the people before you marry them. I mean, uh, that's frowned upon. It is frowned upon. Yes. You, you but don't. You're, you don't really know somebody until you are living with them. That, that is true. But I again, I think that's a lot where the real conversations and being an authentic, true you has to come into play because about you know the biggest reason why you don't want to live with someone before you get married is because um you know according to the bible you don't need to let's say give away all the petals of your flower <laughs> as you once said to a, a room full of middle school and high school students but you don't want to give away all the petals of your flower because it'll stink because it'll stink <laughs> But you don't necessarily want to do that. And the thing is, we're... I said that out loud. You did. <laughs> and it, was, it was fantastic. <laughs> but you don't want to do that because if you live uh, together, you know, you, you are, you're going to have sex. Oh, you just yeah. are. We're not good enough to be able to hold ourselves like, oh, no, it'll be fine. We could cuddle on the couch. Yeah, yeah right. right. Not going to happen. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, you know, understanding the expectations and being authentically you, that's, that's a way to not test drive every single car that you see that may catch your eye <laughs> before you actually purchase it. Because you know how much the salespeople hate that. Oof. No good. But we need each other. And that's kind yes. of the biggest thing is, you know, we need each other because culture has told us today that you don't need somebody. Mm -mm. That You can you, have multi multiple somebodies. You can just for your own pleasure, but that you don't actually need somebody. That you're independent enough and you're, you're strong, strong independent enough independent woman and who needs a man exactly but even men kind of have the same mentality i don't need a woman i can have this and i can do this and i can do that and and here's the truth and i i think about with us if i did not have you yeah I, i'd i'd be okay i would make it but i wouldn't thrive sure i wouldn't me either i wouldn't be where i'm supposed to be I wouldn't live out my purpose. I would not be the person that I've become today without you. And it's goals goes back to the beginning when God created man and woman in Genesis, you know, God was creating the universe, you know, the earth and all of this crazy, amazing things. And every single day it's like, <laughs> I had to that keep was awesome. Creating more. He created good, and it was, he was like, you know what? That's Until good. It wasn't. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Look, look what I did today. <laughs> and then he creates man. And that's the first time he said, Oh, <laughs> whoops, that's not good. <laughs> and we've seen like America's funniest home videos. And we've seen videos on social media of men doing dumb things. And I think, you know, that's probably about, about what it led to because men, we, we're stupid sometimes <laughs> and we need, that's why he created Eve. He's like, it is not good for man to be alone because when we're alone, we do something stupid. We get bored and our minds just off into the wilderness <laughs> and we lose our minds and we act stupid. Well, I mean, same thing with girls. Oh, well, and that's what I'm getting at. We need each other. Mm -hmm. Women, you need a man. Yes. Men, you need women. Mm -hmm. you, you simply do. Because yes, you can survive and you can get by without them. 
But, and I, I've said it before. You can't live with them, but you can't live without them. You're right. And I've, I've said it before. There are things in this world and in our lives men are superior at to women. Mm -hmm. And there are things that women are superior at to men. It's just the way that it is. Mm -hmm. It's why we need each other. You don't see a man having a baby. You can't. And I don't, so, I don't care what 2023 and all these people what say. What you identify you as can't. is not what you are. No. Listen, I... There is no baby coming out of your pee. And I'm not talking about urination. Well, I, you know, if that's the case... baby's going to only come out of a V or it's going to come out from a woman, a person who has a V, they're going to cut them out of their stomach. Yes, because women... Like no person that has a P is going to have a baby. No, you can't because your body was not made to. I don't yep. care how, how much you want to. I don't care if you try to will it to existence. It does not matter. Those it's expectations not, will never be met. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not. Period. Ever. You know, it's like me walking into our bank and say, hey, I identify as a billionaire. <laughs> so you need to treat me as a billionaire and give me billionaire type of money to do what I want because I feel like I should be that. I'm sorry. That's not the way the world works. It's just not. So having those expectations, I mean, come on, get out of here. You got to be brought down to earth just a little bit. So <laughs> when it comes to the, the marriage and it comes to the relationship and the husband and wife, the expectations men have from their, for their spouse and the expectations that women have for men. And we've touched on these kind of, you know, before, as far as men go, I mean, we want, we want to be respected. You know, we, we want to, to have a partner. We want to have companionship. We want to have sex. a friend and, and <laughs> sex is one of them. We do. It is an actual need for men. And that is an expectation in the marriage. And you, you know, go back and listen to the sex episodes. There's plenty of them. We, we've talked about it <laughs> plenty of times that needs to be laid out because we've learned that, you know, for some people, it may be once every two weeks. It may be <laughs> once a week for some people. It <laughs> may be. For some people, it may be three, four, five times a week. Just kind of depends. It may yeah. be every single day. I don't know, but you need to have those expectations. But men, it, it is a need. We we it need is. we need to have sex. And ladies, if you're not providing that to your man, Somebody you need to. Somebody else is going to do it. And someone else will. And because, again, men are stupid, they will seek that out because it is a need. Now, men, that does not mean your woman should just jump on you. <laughs> Because it's a need that you have. I mean, you can't just walk in from work, plop yourself down on the, the couch, stick your you know, hand in your belt buckle like Al Bundy, drinking a beer and, and expect to be desirable. Like she's going to jump your bones because, well, that's my need. And just come on, man. Think of it this way. I don't know why this just came to my brain with all the episodes of sex that we've talked about. No, you cannot jump into it. No. You have to think of your woman as a oven. You can't just put something in that oven and expect it to be hot and heated up. A preheat that There's sucker. There's a preheat setting that has to be done. So, man, you got to put in some effort. Preheat that woman. Preheat that <laughs> oven before you. And when that timer goes off, yes. You'll know. You're, you're like ready and, and set and ready to go. She is. And yeah, she's ready to you, go now. No matter where you are or not. Well, men, men get there in, in, in a, a half a second. Seconds. I mean, it, it takes nothing <laughs> for men to get there. But, you know, those are expectations that men have. And when it comes to the respect part is, you know, let your man fail. Mm -hmm. Like, let him fail at doing something. 
and be there to support him through it rather than telling him how wrong he is and how he can't do anything right and how he chews bad and how he can't do this and he can't do that. You know, he's got a mama. He does. He don't, don't need another one. He's looking for a wife. Have I ever done something? Have I ever been your mama? No. I never wanted to be your mama. I never wanted you to either. I can't feel those shoes. That's, that's weird. We don't want that. <laughs> but that's, I mean, those are some things that, you know, men expect from their wives. Now, on the flip side... Women expect things from you too, man. Yes, you have to actually do something. Do something. If you want some, do something. You've got to actually do something. Women are looking for affection. Mm -hmm. That's one big thing they're looking for is affection. And they're looking for affection not to lead to sex. Yes, looking, not everything has to be about sex. And actually, it doesn't need to be. You no. need to cuddle with your wife and hold her hand and give her a hug and give her a kiss and just let her cuddle with you without expecting sex out of it. It's not about that. Now, could it lead to it? Sure. And that's a reward. Awesome. But yeah. Come on. It's not what you're, it's not. She wants to have affection. She also wants to have security and know that you're there to protect her and help provide for her and be a, a, a huge safe part of haven. her team, a safe place where she can go and she can spill her heart to you and spill her guts to you and talk about the things that are going on. She, she badly needs that. And ding, ding, ding. The biggest thing that she needs as everyone needs, and we don't do it enough. You got to talk to her. Communication. You have to talk to her. Why are people... Okay, so if... It makes sense now that public like public speaking is everyone's biggest fear. It's like Terrifying. the number one. They would rather die than do public speaking. Yes. What happens when you're so afraid to talk? Maybe not even in public. If you're afraid to talk to your friend or your parents or your spouse... What happens when there's no communication? Well, bad things happen when, when there's no communication. <laughs> Obviously, It's going to kill every relationship. Yeah, it, it's going to destroy it. My, my thought is the reason why, why we get to that and why we are scared to actually just talk to your spouse is we have this, this stupid fear of what may happen and being judged and how, is, how are they going to react to what I'm about to tell them. How are they going to feel? And 99 times out of 100, it's never even close to near as bad as what we've built up in our mind. But we have this fear that it's it's, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it, it ruins it. I mean, you have to, you know, those are those are the definitely, I would say def, every woman expects that out of their husband. Absolutely. They expect affection, security, and good communication. And, and, it, and it goes both ways. And it, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Like, ladies, don't don't say you're fine when you're not. Everybody knows that's the, oh, God. But it happens so much because a man's thinking is like, if I ask you, hey, baby, what's wrong? You say, fine. Our, our again, dumb brains go like, oh, okay, okay. she's fine. She and, said she was fine. And then, and, then, and then she's mad because you didn't, mm -hmm. you said you were fine. That's what, what we hear. So you have to, you know, it, go, it goes both ways. So let me ask you this question. Oh, boy. We have expectations of our spouse. Mm -hmm. I have expectations of you. Mm-hmm. You have expectations of me. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I'm doing a, a fair job at least of meeting those expectations. But I know if I'm not, you'll gladly tell me about it. Um, yes. And not in a nagging like, hey, you suck. You need in a, in a I'm not going to write them all down and give them to you in a, big in a very list. proactive way. So what expect expectations do you have for yourself in your marriage? Mm. Like what expectations do I have? Like what are my expectations for me? 
in this partnership and in this marriage and in this relationship. Cause I, I for speaking on my behalf, my expectations for me is to one, make sure I'm, I'm hitting these expectations that you have daily to make sure that I'm there, that I'm, uh, that I'm present, that I'm not grabbing my phone while you're trying to talk to me, just, you know, doing whatever's texting, emails, scrolling, none of that, but being present. Cause I think that's a one big thing. And that's an expectation, a high expectation I have for, for myself to be able to disconnect from work or from the other stuff and actually focus and be intentional about the time that I'm spending with you. It's another expectation that I have for myself. So I just want to ask what are expectations that you may have for yourself within marriage or what should people be asking themselves? You know, what should my expectations be? What am I? Give me another way to phrase that. Cause I don't think some people understand expectations. Like what, what, how I see, okay, here's a list. Let's check all the boxes. In other words, being able to clearly define my role and my responsibility in this partnership. And how do I do that? Show up, show up, just show up. That's both sides. I guess more than half the battle is just, just be there. Yeah. Just, just show up. Nobody thinks that deep. Or they want to think deeper, but it's not that deep. I mean, just show up. Be there. Not here. Here. When you see eye to eye. I know some people have a really big fear of looking people in the eye. But you shouldn't with your spouse. Not with your spouse, because you're supposed to be doing other things with your spouse. And how? why would that stop you making eye contact? I, I really like that. Just just show up. Just show be up. there. It's amazing what consistency and just continuing to be. Even whenever you're you're tired or you've had a rough day or you've had a rough time, rough few weeks, man, just continuing to show up day after day after day can go go such a long way. So Because if you're going to continue to show up and you're going to be there, the expectation is you're still going to be there. I know things happen. We're never at a hundred percent. And like when I had all the surgeries, right? Some days I was not even present because I was out of my mind on medications or anesthesia, you know, this is true. But guess what? You still showed up even when I didn't even know you were showing up. I I think that's, I think that that may be one of the most important ones is just, Continue to be there. Yeah, because when you're going to continue to be there, and that way that it it is known that you're going to show up and that you're you're there, it's going to be it's going to be perfectly fine. And if you're still there and you're not necessarily doing what one expects the other to do, that's the next thing is the communication. You're able to say, "Hey, well, can you help me?" Like right. if our kids are always there, they will not go away no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The nice way for me to say is, hey, can you make yourself useful? <laughs> yes. <laughs> make yourself I, useful. I'm really good at delegating. Yeah, absolutely. You most certainly are. Can you help me with this? But in a very nice way of saying it. Yeah. Hey, you're doing a great job. Can you also help me do this? And boy, can that be encouraging for anyone to hear you know, that and be like, oh, well, they want me to be a part of this. They want me to be here. Uh, that can go such a long way. So. You know, you're going through that. You, you're, you're trying to explain your expectations and what you're looking for out of your marriage. 
what are some things that, that we need to do when expectations aren't met? Because I think there are a lot of times, and of course it's easy to say, oh, well, we need to talk about it. You know, we need to, we need to go to therapy. We need to have counseling. We just, we need to talk about it. We I think even in those situations, when you do talk about it and you do, you know, go through all of that, expectations still are not being met. No. So what, what are things that, that can be done to, you know, especially trying to push through when you're not getting what you're maybe you've gotten before out of the marriage? I think you need to take a look at yourself. Okay. If expectations are not being met, you need to sit down and do an evaluation on yourself. It's just like workplaces do evaluations on their employees. Right. If they're not meeting those expectations, they're not going to keep them around. You're, you're exactly right. So if something in your relationship, then you're just, it's, you're not getting it. You need to take a step back. What are you really doing? Are you really showing up? Are you really taking the words that they say and just holding them in and then you just build up this animosity towards the other person? But having that animosity, is it holding you back? Because if that's holding you back, you're obviously not meeting expectations. That's really good. It's really good because it's really true. Because And not saying you're the full reason as to why things are not happening the way you want them to or the way you need them to. But most times you're probably playing part in that. Oh, yeah. It could be just the way you say something. I've had to learn the hard way of me just telling somebody something. Might have, they might crawl in a hole and cry for days because of how I said it to them. I have no idea that came off the way it did. Right. Because I didn't. So we talk about self-evaluation. But what if you do, you know, if your spouse still isn't listening to you, they're still just not seeing your side. They still feel like, and you still feel like you're stuck in it and you're just carrying all the weight and it's just, it just doesn't seem to be working. What do you do? Yeah. Pray. Bam. That's exactly what my notes say. Are you serious? Pray, 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 pray hard. Mm -hmm. Like fervently pray like you should have never constantly. stopped praying and period. You're exactly right because people go through pain and trauma and depression and, and, and different seasons and more or less of, Hey, what am I not getting out of this? Yeah. It sucks right now, mm -hmm. but man, pray, 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 pray hey, how, hard for your spouse, but not when it gets that bad, you should pray for them all the time. Well, you, you absolutely, you should, but even when it gets, when it gets harder, you got to pray even more harder. You have to pray with them and, and, Ask God, you know, what, what do you need from me here? Like, how can I interject? How can I help in this? How can I support them through this to make them the spouse that I know you, that cre you created them to be? Those words right there are what need to be said. Not, can you change him to do this? Can you change her? Can you make her better at this? She's no good at this. You're doing nothing but negative talk. Yes. How can Even I? Even in a prayer. How can I lift them up? Yes. God, you use me. Yes. God, use me. Send me. This. I'll go. I don't like to do, uh, what are the Bible plans? Or, you know, the Bible app. So I can't stand letting people know my business unless it's just out there. I'm on, I'm on the same page. Right. But when I do Bible plans, the first thing it asks you when you start 
Is this you visible to by myself? By myself, you know why? Is but, it private or private? Because that that's people that's, make too many assumptions. Because the Bible plan that I'm currently on is how to pray for your spouse or my actually it's husband. So if somebody would just see, oh, what is that, going on there? Ooh. They talk, they do marriage counseling, and they have a problem. What? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's it's that's my time with the Lord. Yeah. That's that's between and, and we don't share those. I don't even know what you're reading. Now I know you do the Bible. I do the Bible thing, in a year, and I'll do, I do different ones. I've um, got no idea. Now, if you if you're doing one together with other people, which can be helpful sometimes, like hey, we're gonna do this ten up. One it helps keep us accountable to to continue to do it. But oh wait, I gotta catch up on like three days. Yeah, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 and that that's kind of how it goes. Yes. But yeah, absolutely. Why? Because that's the time between you and the Lord. But that's the question that asks is God, where do, how how do I do this? God, where do I help my spouse in this situation? And then I'll also ask is where is that? Where's your spouse's relationship with Jesus? Mm. Where does that currently stand? Because we, we talk about the triangle and the husband and the wife are at the bottom. The closer they get to God, the closer, the, the better they are in their fight, faith, the closer they get together. Yep. And it, it's, it works every single time. We are prime example of that. Yes. The closer we've gotten, the, the more we've grown in our faith, man, the closer we, we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we're all like right there right now, but I know there's more levels to it. Well, we keep saying all, we've always said Man, if people could just be more like us, everybody would just be so happy. <laughs> but the world would be kind of boring. It would be a little boring. I mean, gotta gotta love the gotta love the drama, right? Well, there are way too many of those oh, out yeah. there. But there's even more that don't know Jesus. Yes, and that 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 is, is at the your end of the day. Relationship evenly yoked. Yes, that's couldn't have said it better myself. Is it? If it's not, that. If it's not, that's where you start. That's where you start praying. One, where where's spouse. your individual relationship with Jesus? Where's your spouse's? And hey, God, what can I do? How can I help my spouse here? How can I support them? How can I help my spouse get closer to you? How can they see and grow you more with you through me? Because you know, for a lot of people, it it'll be difficult and it'll be a it'll be a tough time, and they'll be going through it for three, six months, and it'll just be one of those difficult times where, you know, we're in the valley and things are hard and you may kind of think and say, well, I'm not, I'm not equipped enough to do this. I can't do this. You know, my family's full of divorce. It's a generational curse. I'll never get out of it. And I mean, we have the opportunity because everyone has generational, generational curses in their family. This is the opportunity to be the curse breaker. Yeah. It's a decision to make. If we are, Reading the same Bible, all things are possible through Christ. All things that are within his will. You, you know, and I, he's not wanting your marriage to end in divorce. No, he's wanting it to thrive for the kingdom, to thrive for others, to thrive for him. And it, it goes back to, you know, uh, Isaiah chapter six. It, God says, well, whom shall I send? The king's dead. Whom shall I send? Send me. Here I am. Every time. It's me. Here I am. Because... So much we we expect, you know, we go through something difficult. We expect God to show up and perform that huge miracle every single time. Like, God, I need a miracle right here. And there are times where he will perform the miracle. He'll show up and he'll part the Red Sea. He'll show up and he'll take that mountain that's right in front of you that's insurmountable and he'll move it to the side where you can get through. But that's not what usually happens. No. 
most of the time God will show up and even though you're out of shape and you're tired and you've never been through something like this before and you see no end in sight, he's saying, no, let's get the hiking shoes on. We're about to go up this mountain. Yep. We're going to go together. We're going to go up this mountain. He's saying, I'm not going to part the sea, but I'm going to give you these tools to be able to build a boat. The boat's probably not going to survive, but you will. That's and having, having a mustard seed of faith. Having that type of faith and that type of mentality towards your marriage, there's nothing that can't be overcome. Absolutely not. And that's, I think, the biggest, the biggest problem in marriages today is the, the missing piece of Jesus. Everyone is over-the-top selfish. Yeah. It's, I can't understand if, what's, yeah, what's the point of, being married when all you want to do is fulfill things for you. Yes. Self-fulfilling pieces of the marriage, which ain't going to work. It's not. There's no us in you. No, there's not. And at the, at the end of the day, but there's us in Jesus. Uh, we, we ended there. That's it. <laughs> and that's it at the end of the day that it's, it's the faith in Jesus Knowing that he can pull you through your marriage. He can pull you through that circumstance. He can pull you out of the fire and out of the storm. Because he did it before. And now you know, hey, he, he did it once. And yeah, this, this looks hard. We haven't gone through this yet. But he got me through the last one. So I know that he'll, he'll get me through this one also. What's the song? I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I'll see you do it again. Do it again. And he will again and again and again over and 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 over. And if you'll take just a second to sit down and reflect back on all those times that he did bring you through that, you know, all those expectations that we have in our marriage telling you, number one, Jesus, number one, if you set that to be your expectation and that your main goal your marriage will be taken to heights you never, ever could imagine. Come on, Pastor. Let's get out of here. God, <laughs> we love you. We're so thankful for what you're doing. We're thankful for the platform for this podcast. Um, and we just, we give it to you. It is yours. It belongs to you. And you just use it however, however you want uh, for whoever needs it. God, just, uh, we pray that you're able to get it to their ears, uh, to their eyes, just to be able to see what it is you can do not just for marriages, not just for relationship, but for us as individuals too. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Play ball.